Faith, family, freedom, hope, and opportunity. You're listening to Freedom Rings. I'm your host, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another Freedom Rings podcast. I am so excited that you are joining us today and you're going to get to meet our guest, U.S. Representative from Louisiana, Julia Letlow. And we're thrilled that she's here. She is truly one of the steel magnolias coming to us from Louisiana. She has a life that exemplifies perseverance and service. And Louisiana is so fortunate to have her representing them here in Washington, D.C. Julia, welcome to Freedom Rings. Thank you so much, Senator. It's an honor to be here with you this morning. Well, we're delighted to have you, and you've had a rather unique path in getting to Washington and getting to the point of being a U.S. representative, but I think it really shows so much about your fortitude. It says a lot about your resilience and your ability to overcome tragedy. Walk through that process very briefly for us. Sure. Uh, Well, I happened to uh, find the love of my life, Luke Letlow, uh, after we had finished college. We actually went to high school together, but uh, reconnected at an LSU-ULM football game down in South Louisiana. And uh, he stole my heart, whisked me away, and uh, we had such a wonderful marriage, Senator. We had eight years of uh, wonderful adventures and supporting one another. His background was in politics, always had been, was always going to be. And uh, my background was in education, uh, particularly higher education. I love to teach. I knew I always wanted to be a professor. And so we were both pursuing our dreams. And as you know, with your spouse, uh, you become a partnership. And he supported mine. I supported his. And it was during the campaign uh, that COVID struck. And um, we uh, this was in 2020. That's right. That's right. And uh, we tackled that together. uh, But I was right by his side during that campaign. And I represent 24 parishes. We call them parishes in Louisiana instead of counties. And I traveled all 24 parishes with him. It was during that time that I fell in love with the people and I fell in love with the process of politics. And um, so again, supporting one another's dreams. And uh, unfortunately, after he won that election and he was at the pinnacle of his life and just so, so proud of him. And we were on one of life's mountaintops, uh, as you know, and um, unfortunately tragedy struck and he came down with COVID. He was 41 years old, had no pre-existing conditions, and I lost him five days before he was uh, supposed to be sworn in. And uh, it was an immense tragedy, not my first one, unfortunately, but um, God is good. And he was by my side. I could feel him the entire time. And uh, I knew after that um, that I had a lot of praying to do and um, just down on my knees, talking to the Lord about what uh, my next decision should be, because as you know, you're confronted with um, realities, and I have two babies that I'm now solely responsible for. 
And uh, the idea was presented to me about possibly running for his seat. And I knew that I had to first have that peace from the Lord, that peace that surpasses all understanding. And secondly, I needed support from four very important people, Luke's parents and my parents, because I knew it was going to take a complete support system uh, for this to work. And uh, once I got on my knees, Senator, and I felt that peace from the Lord, I've never had more peace than the day that I walked down that aisle and married Luke. And the Lord has yeah. opened every single door and since. your children? And they are. Jeremiah is four. He's about to turn five. <clears throat> and Jacqueline is two. And at the time, they were uh, three and one. And um, Wow. So I, but you know, I everything in my life, Senator, I look back and I've always believed in the Lord's sovereignty, um, but it, it, I've never really seen it um in my life play out the way that it has. And so now looking back and seeing every step, he's been preparing me for this next step in life. And I could not be more honored to continue to walk that path. That is great. Now, how often do the kiddos get to join you in D.C.? Yes, they do uh, quite often. And I have to say, one of my greatest joys right now in life is seeing Washington through their eyes, through the eyes of a child. And I'll tell you really quickly, it was swearing in week and it's so special. And we were doing a night tour of the monuments. And if you haven't done that, I highly recommend it because they're just lit up in all their glory. And the kiddos had never seen it. And I had Jeremiah and we were saving the Lincoln Memorial for last. And I had him on my hip and I put him down because I wanted to see his expression. And he gets up those last steps and he sees Lincoln sitting in that chair and he says, wow, it's God. <laughs> and I just I mean, through the eyes of a child. Right. It's been a, an immense blessing. Well, I I know that that really uh, touches all of your work because those of us who are moms and grandmothers, uh, I think freedom means something really special to us because it really helps guide the way we fight for freedom. So how does uh, the future for these children influence your fight for freedom? It's everything to me. And what a, again, what a blessing to have them ever present before me to um, reinforce what is at stake and what we're fighting for. And when I'm in my district, which is quite frequently, I talk about that, that everything's mm -hmm. at stake. And it's about my children and your children and future generations. And that is what just motivates me to jump out of bed every morning and continue this great work and this fight uh, for our country, because those children are what we're doing it for. And the policies from the Biden administration, when you look at these policies, they're pushed to socialism. How does that impact you and how does it impact your constituents? Sure. Uh, they're very concerned about uh, the policies that they've witnessed over the last two years. Uh, I am concerned as well. I think I bring a bit of a unique background and perspective from the lens, uh, the lens of an educator. I think that is uh, immensely important to parents specifically. I've heard from a lot of my moms and dads over the pandemic who were not necessarily pleased with what they saw uh, working with their children and seeing their curriculum for the first time and noticing uh, things that were being taught that they weren't um, too keen on. And so uh, through this education lens, I've just been able to kind of just take take that um, charge forward and fight for parents' rights and make sure that we're having a true partnership uh, 
with our schools and educators and make sure that we're all on the same page working together. And it does make a difference. It does. And having a female voice Mm -hmm. at the table also makes a difference. And you're the first female Mm -hmm. to represent Louisiana in Congress in 30 years. Is that right? right? That's right. Yes. Yes. What an honor when you think about over 50% of the population in Louisiana is female. And every issue is a woman's issue. So for a woman to have a seat at that table is so important. And I'm so honored to be there. Yes. And as you're here in Congress, what issues are uh, taking most of your focus? Sure. So, uh, again, I'll go back to education. It's I believe in education at every level. I have some of the highest poverty rates in my district. Uh, I think it's the second highest poverty rates in the Republican on the Republican side in my district alone. And I believe it's the answer to that. I believe when you give a child an education, you give them a future. And so I believe in education at every level, from early childhood, K through 12, to our underutilized trade schools and community colleges, to a four-year institution if someone so desires. So a lot of my energy, a lot of what I'm passionate about goes back to providing that education for our children. And if you had a magic wand and you were in charge, what changes would you make to the education system? Sure. I believe strongly in school choice. I believe if a school is failing your child, then you should have the right and the opportunity to send your child to a school that is not failing. Um, I believe in our private schools, our charter school systems. Um, I am a huge proponent of parents having um, the right to to be able to pull their child out of a out of a school that's not working for them. So that would be my magic wand. Uh, we do it well in Louisiana so far, and I would I would say that needs to be uh, nationwide. You know, if we could get to the concept that the money follows the that's child. Right. That's right. Not the school building. That's right. We would be in a lot better shape. That's right. Julia, I have to ask you, what does freedom mean to you? How did it affect you as a child growing up? Because you grew up in Monroe, mm-hmm. Louisiana, mm-hmm. and you live in, is it Stark? I do. Louisiana? I do. Yes. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that early childhood oh, for you. Oh, goodness. Uh, freedom means everything to me. I, I grew up with two wonderful, strong Christian parents and a, an incredibly blessed family who uh, who taught me well about uh, what that means. And, you know, I think as a child and even to this day, you um, sometimes can take it for granted uh, that it has always been there and will always be. But as we know, that is not the case. Um, and I see that very clearly now being up in D.C., uh, that it's important that we fight for it. But You know, I I like to say this, too, around the district, that the greatest generation helped mold mine. You know, I think about those World World War II veterans who gave so much and and then my parents' generation that poured so much into us and taught us those principles about um, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness and and why it's so important to go and and fight for your country for the next generation. And. And I'm so thankful that they did that. They poured into us. And it's time for my generation to step up and carry those principles forward. 
And I've met so many people up here who are doing just that, and I'm encouraged by that. But we need even more to do that as well. And I'm just so encouraged by what they've instilled in me and my generation, what they've taught us. And please be encouraged that we are going to carry those principles forward. Well, and Ronald Reagan said it so well. We don't pass freedom along in the bloodstream. Every generation has to fight for it. That's right. And if a generation slacks off, Mm -hmm. then freedom loses. And as I look at what this administration, the Biden administration, is doing to compromise our freedom, the way they have the open border, Mm -hmm. devaluing our citizenship, saying to people, just walk in, we'll give you these benefits. Uh, What they're doing with crime, the Mm -hmm. way they are not forceful in combating Mm -hmm. crime, the way they take away a little bit of freedom every day when inflation rises and it costs more for families to work and to to provide for their families. These are all things that take away individual choice and options and freedom. And I like to say freedom-free people and free markets will pretty much figure everything out. Amen. <laughs> so, well, Julia, I am absolutely delighted that you are here and delighted to know how hard you are working mm-hmm. to make certain that we preserve our freedoms. Now, I know our Freedom Rings audience is going to want to keep up with you and get to know more about you. So on Twitter, they're going to find you at J.B. Letlow, L-E-T-L-O-W. That's it. And then on Facebook at Julia Letlow. And your website is JuliaLetlow.com. That's it. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Freedom Rings. Thank you for listening to this episode of Freedom Rings. You can follow me on Twitter at Vote Marsha, Facebook at Marsha Blackburn for Senate, and on Instagram at Team Marsha. And you can always find us online at MarshaBlackburn.com. The Freedom Rings podcast is edited and produced by Jared Cummings. Executive producers are Conservative Partnership Center and Marsha Blackburn. Together, we make Freedom Ring.